Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's AdMail, obviously, three really great questions from three super smart people. One dealing with using margin to buy cryptos, another about prohibited transactions and investing in a private business, and the third about structuring a checkbook control IRLC. So really excited about today's episode. So let's get down to business. First question is from Instagram and it a person wants to know, well, one is marginal by cryptos. Can I do that? So the answer is yes. However, one important factor to remember, if you use margin and margin basically means you're borrowing money to buy more cryptos, the loan, the margin loan, because margin is a loan, that margin loan must be a non-recourse loan. So you can't personally guarantee it. And they essentially need to be using your other cryptos as collateral for that loan. So you just got to make sure. Um, and in some cases, it could work because generally, if cryptos drop too much as they have in the last three, four months, they'll just sell your other cryptos you're holding as collateral to, to pay the difference. And generally, they're not going to give you a margin loan for more than they have as collateral. But if the collateral drops, obviously, you know, they could get into a squeeze. So, number one, make sure you could. Um, it's a non-recourse margin loan that you're not personally guaranteeing it. Some, some margin loans don't require personal guarantee. And in that case, I wouldn't do it. Why? Because Internal Revenue Code Section 4975C does not allow you to personally guarantee an obligation of the IRA. So you can't personally guarantee the margin loan. It has to be a non-recourse loan. Now, assuming you can get past that hurdle, second hurdle is something called Unrelated Business Taxable Income, or UBTI which imposes up to a 37% tax on the income associated with that margin. So if you borrowed 50% of the purchase price and non-recourse loan, and now you made 50 grand, 50% of that 50 grand associated with the debt to equity portion would be subject to UBIT tax, which at around 15 or $16,000, you hit the highest tax rate of 30 Seven percent. So um, you got to really run the numbers. It may not make sense to do margin with uh, cryptos or stocks. And obviously, the risk is the more margin you use, um, your your returns can could be maximized uh, and massive, but your losses uh, could be as well. And it could force you to sell some of your collateral, your other cryptos, to compensate for the loss uh, associated with that margin loan. So just be super cautious if you do that. Second question of the episode from Michael S. of Scarsdale, New York. And Michael wants to know, I invested IRA funds into a private company where the IRA will own less than 3%. I have now been asked to be a paid advisor. Can I do it? Um, great question, right? I actually spoke to Michael about this um, a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about this at length. Um, how do you analyze this transaction? So number one, you look at primitive transactions, 49.75. So you own less than 50%. So an entity only comes disqualified in general terms when it's owned 50% or more by disqualified people. In this case, Michael and his IRA own less than 50%. So the entity is not disqualified. 
be paid fair market value for those interests. So generally that's where the primitive transaction analysis would end. But now supplement to his investment is he now is being asked to be paid advisor. And the question is, as long as he made the investment before there was any quid pro quo, before there was any ask to be a paid advisor, it'll be okay. But if he was told, hey, Michael, you make the investment in the company in a couple months, we'll pay you as an advisor, that could be an issue. Because in that sense, the IRS could argue if they audit this transaction, that Michael only did the IRA transaction not to exclusively benefit the IRA, but to benefit himself, because that investment allowed him to serve as a personal advisor and earn compensation from that business his IRA invested in personally. Now, those aren't the facts. According to Michael, the two transactions have no correlation. He did the investment of 3% a year ago. The company's doing well. They like Michael and he has um, investment banking skills. So they want to bring him on as a paid advisor. As long as he can show that being paid personally as an advisor is separate and distinct and not correlated in any way to his 3% investment through his IRA, he's good to go. Okay. But just make sure that there is no evidence that the IRA investment, there was any quid pro quo or there was any connection to uh, the paid advisor role. So thanks for that question, Michael. Um, I told you I was going to put it on um, ad mail and here it is. Third question, final question of the episode from YouTube. Can I do one LLC that will be owned by an IRA, a Roth, a Coverdale, and an HSA? Want to have all my funds in one entity for simplicity purpose? The answer is yeah. You know, generally we have a lot of clients that will set up an LLC and have it owned by an IRA, maybe a Solo, a Roth, even a Coverdale or HSA, and then put all that money in there either to do stocks or real estate or private placements or even cryptos. The idea is that, hey, instead of having five accounts, one for my IRA, one for my Roth, one for my Solo, one for the HSA, one for the Coverdale, I'm going to just have one brokerage account for the LLC or a crypto account for the LLC or private placement account. LLC. And this way, all the income and gains will go pro rata. Let's say it's 20% times five, profits and losses will go 20%. If the IRA owns 40%, the Roth owns 10%, income and gains will flow pro rata. So what this does is it's uh, clean, simple. It allows the IRA or retirement account holder, owner, just have like one brokerage account, one crypto account, one private placement account, have all the records in one spot. The only downside is you have to follow a partnership return. An LLC with two or more partners is treated as a partnership for tax purposes. Now, federal 1065, also a state partnership return. No taxes due, just to be clear, no taxes due. Why? LLCs are flow-throughs, treated as partnerships. There's no federal income tax at the partnership level. The owners would pay tax, but in this case, we know IRAs and 401ks and covered LLs and HSAs are tax exempt and generally do not owe tax or not subject to tax unless there's some type of UBIT or unrelated business taxable income tax. So um, I totally get why people do this. It makes super amount of sense. Um, obviously don't take any fees. Don't treat yourself as a hedge fund partner and take fees from your IRA or Coverdale or HSA. That's a no-no. But if you don't take fees, you're just doing this, you're funding the LLC altogether, setting up a brokerage account, making sure that all the profits, gains, losses flow pro rata to the retirement accounts based on percentage of interest, you're really just doing this for simplicity and um, you know, accounting purposes. 
I have no issue with it. And, um, you know, either will the IRS. So thank you for that question. And that wraps up today's ad mail. And that's another ad mail in the bag. So appreciate you guys spending some time today. Hope you guys really enjoyed today's episode. Some really good questions. And don't forget, if you have questions, question, questions, you can send them in, no cost. Info at IRA Financial. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube channel, IRA Financial, Twitter even, um, and LinkedIn. So just send us your question. I'll keep it anonymous. Just put your um, first name and your first initial of your last name. Won't include email, so don't worry. It's going to be 100% confidential. I'm not going to send the question to the IRS or your name. Just going to hopefully use your question to help educate uh, everyone out there so we can all learn from each other. That's the beauty of, of this podcast. Really enjoy it. And uh, thanks again for all your support and for sending in such a really, really interesting question. So appreciate um, everyone. Have a great day and uh, talk to everyone again next week. Take care. Thank you.